to That Got Me Thinking podcast. I'm your host Natalie and today we are going to talk about opening up to the feeling. Uh, this week I was in a virtual kind of yin yoga class and the teacher was telling us how to sit in the pose, let it open you up, give you space, sit with the edge of slight discomfort. Bizarrely, I had heard nearly exactly the same sentiment in a meditation course the day earlier. He said, allow your thoughts to come and pass you by. Allow your difficult thoughts, thinking of opening into them. This got me thinking about a few things. Firstly, how much I rush. <laughs> so sitting with anything is a new thing for me. Sitting with thoughts, sitting with holding a pose, I'm usually what's the next, what's next, what can I do, but also how much I rush away from difficult thoughts, attempting to kind of bat them away like flies, desperate to return to a positive emotion as quickly as possible, and then what also got me thinking was this idea of sensing your mind and body, not just thinking about it, and then the link between our minds and our body, the sensation of positive and negative, good and bad, painful and enjoyable. It was a realisation for me that my brain wants to fix things, problem solve, make everything okay. And this doesn't sound problematic on the surface, but what it has left me with is overthinking. A web of seemingly powerful thoughts that need me to be almost three steps ahead to plan and prepare not to let anyone down foresee the positive and the possible dangers protect myself and loved ones which got me thinking that this opening up this sensing allowing making space could lead to get myself out of this spiral of fight or flight mentality because the internal comparison the inner critic kind of constant internal rhetoric, the not good enough mentality, the list goes on, is my own unique stress signature. May this fight or flight overthinking, overanalyzing, is taken away from my innate knowing and sensing. This attempting to replace that thinking with my gut knowing and my inner compass. This is what I'm going to try and think about this week. How can I dig deeper to clear away the noise and unnecessary to have a deeper understanding of life and indeed myself? Of thinking and living more from a place of conscious decision making than autopilot. With my usual patterns of thinking and then patterns of feeling. But what also has got me thinking this week is that thoughts are just thoughts, they're not fact. Guilty of making my thoughts part of me. They have become habitual patterns of power in my life. I don't challenge them and they lead to sensations in my body which are often quite difficult. The tension I feel, the headaches I sometimes get, all led to these thoughts and lead to patterns, lead to sensations in my body. Can I explore my thoughts, separate them out? So separate myself from the thoughts from my interpersonal old patterns of responding 
because through these oral responses, they learn the sensations of my body that spiral. You know the ones when you feel you're not good enough, when then when you comparison, when you're just doing anything and it feels like mm, this is not quite good enough. Can I allow myself to be vulnerable and authentic with these feelings and thoughts? And can I allow them? And can I open up to them? Let them in. Let them flow out instead of batting them away, holding them at the tension in my body. This led me on to think about what's called The Work by Byron Katie. And she asks a few questions really. Is this true? Can I absolutely know it's true? How do I react when I know it's true? And who could I be without this belief? So this sounds really simple, but Byron Katie's work is really hard and really effective. And that last one, who would I be without this belief? That is a game changer. Because not only do we think these thoughts they also become charged by them, we become them, and we presume using what we think, or I do at least. Our identity, our worth, our being is analysed based on our thoughts, or more importantly, our interpretation of these thoughts, our interpretation of our own reality. But it might not be true for anyone else. Recognising the awareness of these messages, these thoughts, what's going on on our autopilot, helps us recognise our own experience, because we do have the power to change it. To change our thoughts, our beliefs, that shape our lives and our personalities. If we could challenge it, as Byron Katie asks us to do, it could change our understanding of how ingrained it is within us all. It could help me to take a step back to remember that thoughts are not facts. They don't have to define us unless we give it the power to. Goes back to the idea that opening up, giving space, letting yourself simply be the observer rather than the judgmental participant, that makes the thoughts your reality. So my new mantra for this upcoming week is going to be, is it true? Is this real or just a lingering thought? Where is the truth in all of this? So I haven't got a quote this week, but I've got a poem from Rumi and it's called The Guest House. This being human is a guest house. Every morning, a new arrival. A joy, a depression, a meanness. So momentarily awareness comes from an unexpected visitor. Welcome and entertain them all. Even if you're a crowd of sorrows and violently sweep your house, empty of its furniture. Still, treat each guest honourable. He may be clearing you out for some new delight. The dark thought, the shame, the malice, meeting them at your door laughing and invite them in. Be grateful for whoever comes because each one has been sent as a guide. this week let me know if this has helped at all or anything else you want to hear in this podcast hope you have a great week thanks so much for listening